What's that thing that teachers do, like, when the students, like, laughs? Popcorn. Smoke a cig. No, they smoke a cig. Well, yeah, after that, but don't they, like... Flick it in like their face. some sort of, like, spiritual, social, <laughs> embarrassing thing that they do to kids, like... They drag them up to the front of the class, and they go, I want you to tell everyone. By their ear? <laughs> well, yeah, why you're late, why your time is more valuable than everyone else's, and then they, like, force them to wear a dunce cap. You know, they make <laughs> Man, teachers are so cruel. <laughs> Wait, just teachers? I You guys didn't wear dunce caps at home? I No, my mom never made me wear a dunce cap. Oh, thankfully. I just... I guess I... Hmm. She did get me make me get in the shame the shame cube, though. The shame, shame cube. Was, What's a shame I cube? I don't, I don't want to go into that, but... Uh, but anyways... It's a dog a, crate. A, a, a terrible student today who has been wasting your time yeah. and ours. Mostly Garrett, years. get to the front of the class. Come up here. I'm oh, going to no. hit you with a yardstick. No, 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 no. Give me your ear. Give me your Come ear. Here. Grab his ear. Get him. No, I'm going to no, wrench no. it. Wrench it tight. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Get him up here in front of the class. Here, what happened I, I, on your way to our roll and move? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I did to deserve this. I'm just so... I'm so stupid. I don't know. You're I'm dumb. <laughs> this is your fault. Tell everyone. This tell is... the world. Tell all of our listeners that this is your fault. Freaking stupid. God. No, oh, oh, ooh, ow, okay. Oh, Here, let me get, I'll get this. God, no. <laughs> this is what happens to people. I don't know why I'm like this. Who make these decisions, and you need to feel bad about yourself. Do you but feel bad? Worry. I do feel, I feel awful. We got a punishment today that is far worse than anything that you could physically subject yourself to, Garrett. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. You will be right as rain. You will have condoned for the, uh, you have made up. You'll be you'll be good in our eyes if you can survive this. We actually anything uh, I can do to reverse those curses. I, I please. don't worry. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and I'll tell you right now that uh, it involves it involves quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of vitamin C. Do, do, do raisins have vitamin C, Jeff? I uh, I guess maybe vitamin A. Because we'll of all the sun? Out. We'll find out. We'll do some research. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Roll and Move, the Internet's podcast that takes a look at some of the weirder, worser, more generally bad board games out there, and we play them for you. We break them down. We see what makes them work, what makes them not work, and uh, we talk about them for your listening entertainment. I am your first co-host and one of the creators of Rough Draft Games, Thomas Youngerberg, and with me here as always is... Gary Lively. Um, yeah, as Thomas was alluding to, I am an hour and 40 minutes late to this recording sesh. Now, I wasn't asleep. Uh, I just did a, a, a spot of bad traffic, um, but <laughs> as my punishment, I, I have no idea what we're playing today. This is, uh, this is live. He's actually going to be playing it live yeah, on the air. This is a live playthrough for, for you, ladies and gentlemen, as, as my punishment, so... Yeah, I don't know if I'm being if punished. Sounds, you are. If he sounds a little echoey, folks, it's because he also just got done moving into a uh, a new place. Yeah. So he's a little out of it, sorts. He's a little a warehouse. mixed up. It's an empty room. Yeah, got, it's an empty don't room. Don't have any. Don't have any carpet down or uh, a bed to soak up all the noise. <laughs> it's or, actually dark. There's no lights. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got the electricity turned on yet. So this is this is if my battery. <laughs> I actually recorded this on a separate tape cassette player and. <laughs> uploading it now <laughs> that's the quality issue right there that's that's the explanation also with us is jeff lee have you guys ever thought about if all fruits could prune and raisin how weird that'd be imagine just like a giant watermelon raisin i actually never thought of the I, I mean i've had the dried fruit like dried mangoes but imagine if they like raise it if they prune like a skin raisin. and all yeah now skin is, and all are raisins just, they were sort of the first one to do that. So, like, 
Are raisins an actual like what are raisins actually? They're it's grapes. not dried grapes, right? Yeah, they're, they're grapes. grapes. Yeah. It's just grapes. It's grapes. Yeah, they're just grapes. They're just people listen. It's a it's an industry gimmick. The mm-hmm. uh the, <laughs> what's the company that makes all big the raisin. Uh, what's big, big raisin. raisin? Big raisin, they uh <laughs> they have these grapes that they can't sell to anybody so they just mm-hmm. dry them in the sun and they upmark the se- they upmark the price and they sell it right back to you wake up sheeple the same <laughs> Disgusting. people are trying to sell you uh cubic zirconium right uh and say that it's a big deal with weddings who cares Bottled water yeah yeah bottled water i can, I can get it outside I, open my mouth I, when it I, rains instantly free Little little backstory here. Because Garrett was so late, I was actually looking for a shorter game that we could play. And uh, I, I wanted to do a type of game that I don't think we've ever done on the show, Jeff. Have we ever done this genre of game before? I think for good reason we have. We kind of chuckled when we found it and said, how funny would it be if we played this game on air? And we're like, well, given how late Garrett is, we are going to play this game <laughs> on air. That's right. So, uh, based off of what we talked about so far, Garrett, do you have any inklings of, as to what this game might be? A fruit game that we have uh, no guesses, or I'm sorry, that we have um, uh, we have never done on on the podcast before. Um, how about a? We've done, I was going to say trivia, but we've done we did trivia in our early early. Let seasons. me add. Let me add a hint that I think will get you in the right direction. Okay, uh, Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Is this the is this a uh, a raisins themed uh, like the the dancing raisins or the singing raisins? Theme? Well, say hello, Garrett, to the, the California, California raisins, raisins yeah. card <laughs> there game. There you go, straight out of nineteen eighty seven. Okay, now this is we have a single pack right here, as you can see. This is. Would you say that uh, this is similar you, now, to a pack of raisins? It almost does look like a pack of raisins, Jeff. That was a very astute point. Yeah, mm-hmm. very. Yeah. I, now, have you you've heard of the California yeah, raisins? Yeah, absolutely. You're familiar with them. I had. So why don't you I, tell I think, the good people a little bit about the California raisins game? Well, I mean, these these commercials came on in my younger years, so I, I only remember fragments of this. But they're basically, I, I believe, claymation. Uh, yes. Cl- yeah, they were claymation uh, raisins, and they were um, a, a jazz band or maybe a uh, I don't know a blues band or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And they serenaded people with little jingles to get you to buy some some raisins. I, I, I don't remember the specifics. I know one guy uh, had some cool. I, I think they all had white gloves and sneakers on. Um, they all had white gloves. They all had speakers on. They they actually premiered like in the mid eighties, nineteen eighty six is okay. when they first made their their appearance. They were you are correct. They are a fictional band. I want to find out the raisin company that they were actually that they were. I looked uh, it up. They were um, Sunmade. Mm-hmm. Sunmade. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're still a California raisins website. The this is one of those advertising campaigns that really took off. Like for some reason. Uh, people really dug the mascots. Yes. They've had video games, Halloween costumes. <laughs> They've had card games. They've had. They even had an album released, if I remember correctly. They have the, oh. the California Raisins sing the hit songs made in 1987 with Priority Records. Then they had uh, two singles released on purple vinyl, Ooh. which I think is regular vinyl, mm. but uh, spray painted purple. Yeah, that, that's Raisins. actually an interesting process for another. Another day, mm-hmm. but uh, look into how right. vinyls are, are colored differently. That's, that's they've guess how many albums they have produced, Garrett? Uh, four, yes, that um, is correct. Okay, four separate albums from 1987 to 1988. And if you did, 
if you did own one of these or you know a uh if you have an a, a you should go next time you have a nice thanksgiving meal ask your older <laughs> relatives your uncles your aunts hey you know those those california raisins those you'll get sort of this california uh, raisins yeah those kooky california raisins they're they had a saturday morning cartoon series uh-huh. it was just one of those merchandising efforts that for some reason the people loved uh, I don't think it was the first use of claymation. I'm pretty sure like Gumby was like the first oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. really big use of that. But sure. hey, anyways, buddy, we got ourselves a, a nice little card game that we're going to be playing here. It's pretty pretty simple. Uh, we take the pack out of it, and the you're gonna love these instructions here, Gare. They the instructions are right here on the back of the box. Oh, nice one page. Okay. So this is for ages four and up, so you're well in speed to play this game here. And this is fun because you're going to get a live what's in the box here, folks. As what we have, we're on Tabletop Simulator playing right now. We have uh, 36 cards, each featuring a uh, lovely-looking California Raisin. Jeff uh, Jeff Gary, you you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, We have have the singer. uh... We have the dancer. We've got another dancer. couple of dancers. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, Garrett, you're, you're looking at all these nice little raisins uh-huh. that are in these funny little poses. They're actually very poorly drawn. I would have liked it more if they had, like, done, captured the claymation. Sure. I don't know, aspects yeah. of it, but these are, like, really bad. This, this is, like, what you would Almost see on a cereal box. Yeah. Very soulless uh, art here. It's like uh, Mr. But... Potato Head-esque. Like... It's just Potato Head, Jeff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is... Uh, scary <laughs> yeah so we have this for ages but not too scary four and up remember okay and you can play this with one or more players so actually gary Solo you gaming. can play this by yourself jeff and i are gonna watch okay uh so we've already played this uh jeff jeff did win but i'm sure he's gonna be able to give you some tips so the object of the california raisins game it's a memory and matching game oh. that's the type that we haven't done here <laughs> on the show is. before i wonder why i wonder why because it's, it's bad each player, Garrett, is a Hollywood talent agent oh, looking for yes. new raisin stars. Players get clients by matching two raisin cards together, right? It's just like those <laughs> old internet it. flash games where you're clicking the little windows and you're matching the uh, the, cu- the the little guys yeah. uh, to make sure that you have the, the right one in each window. And then, boom, you got a match. They're, they're sort of out of the game and you set them aside. So game set up. Uh-huh. Select the number of cards game based on the uh, the age and skill of the players. For young players, you can play with just 12, 12 cards, six matching pairs. But for older players, we're going to go with all 36. So, Garrett, you're going to play with all 36 cards. We have 18 matching <clears throat> pairs here. You match the pairs uh, with your age. So, that's Garrett, right. 36. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every game. Must be played with cards that match. We're using all the cards, so that won't be an issue here. So now let's take a look at the playing the game rules. We're almost done with the rules here. We're about halfway through. The youngest player, that's you, Garrett, yeah. goes first. And you you would take turns, but it's just going to be you. So you're going to flip the cards so that the raisins can perform. Now, most of these raisins are dancers or singers, so that you're going to see that they have some musical instruments. They're going to be doing right. something a little funny on the card. You're going to flip two of the cards. If they match, the player is going to take both cards... And you're gonna that's gonna be your new client. And you're gonna set you're gonna yet you you have to say this. This is in the rules. I want you to see. What does it gonna, say right there? I'm zoom in right here. You see this? That says, uh, I'm gonna make you a star, baby. The baby is in there, folks. <laughs> uh the player then continues to play looking for more clients. Oh, of course. When a player turns turns over two cards that do not match, you must put the cards back over, and then you can uh, try again for your one player game, Garrett. 
Uh, don't shift the cards around. You're just trying to remember where they are in a particular oh, place yeah. as they've been randomly dealt. Is your night better or worse so far? It hasn't gotten better. Uh, so <laughs> is there a losing condition here in the solo mode? Uh, no. Okay, perfect. I, I but can't there lose. is a winning condition. You got to get them all. Got to get them all. All right, Garrett. So uh, why don't you go ahead and start things off? I know that you uh, you actually don't have Tabletop Simulator loaded. You're looking through Jeff's screen. So do your best to describe. <laughs> Jeff was kind enough to not put them I, in uh, rows, but in more here? of a scattered pile. How can, about I don't can, know? How about I uh, I give you control? Can I draw? Can you give me control? I can give you control. Nice. There you go. There you go. All right. So nice, nice little control here. So you're you're now a hacking into Jeff's system here. Oh, perfect. All right, so you have one. Now keep it flipped. Did, keep it flipped. So he flipped the card over. He's got a nice little raisin there's, with a, uh, a looks like a sack. Why don't you describe that raisin, man? There's a little delay here, so you'll have to forgive me if I accidentally. Uh, this raisin, it looks to be spanking a saxophone. He uh, is very He's much in mad tunes music. on him. He's got some nice dress shoes on as well. Uh, we're going to keep it simple here. We're going to... Whoa. Ooh, what's this raisin doing? I, I think that might be the same raisin, although not playing the saxophone. It's hard to tell. Raisins uh, often get stereotyped because they all look the same. Um, so let's see here. Uh, we're going to go here. Okay. We got a raisin playing the piano. Raisin playing the piano, of course. Another dancer. All right. So sax. Uh, other guy that's not the sax. Green shoes. Piano. So there are 36 cards on this board. And I don't know if you notice this, Garrett, but you're actually playing on an older map of California. Yes. So the, the they are the California Raisins, after all. For so a reason. It's only fitting that you would play them on a map of their home state. Back when uh, these California Raisins came out, uh, California was yet to be a state. So <laughs> <laughs> in the 1980s, yeah, California, I think, not reached, did not reach statehood. Union. It was not it was not part of part of things. So while you're playing this, uh, Garrett, I think Jeff and I can uh, we can go ahead and we can start please sort of the giving the our reviews so uh... reaction and the reviews <laughs> to it. Uh, if you can guess here, folks, this could be a, a little bit of a shorter episode. <laughs> I I wanted to choose something that was short. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Um, uh, I oh Garrett, the, the really, what's that? Here's here. Hold on, I want to interrupt you. Yes, I got a I, match. You got, what, what do you gotta you say? Gotta say? Uh, I'm gonna make you a star, baby. All right, continue. Uh, I'll just I'll just interject then. Uh, yes, as I continue. So memory games are quite possibly, I think, the worst type of flash game that I could ever find when I was browsing like CartoonNetwork.com, when I was browsing Nickelodeon, and I was playing sort of the early flash games. I think uh, every one of the areas that you could find like little tiny flash games on the internet that you could play back in the early days of the you know, the early 2000s, those those early days we all remember fondly. That was a go-to type of game. I'm going to make you, you a star, those, baby. There you go. He's got another one. Do you remember seeing those matching games pretty much on every oh, yeah, single sure. gaming collective website? Yep. I'm going to make I you a star, wondered, baby. He's got another. Uh, I always wondered, why do they even bother with these games? Do people like playing them? Did you enjoy those games, Jack? I think when I was a child, I felt like I'm pretty smart. Like, watch me memorize this. And I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I feel like it does show up more frequently than it needs to. It's it, like, it doesn't just show up in flash games. It shows up as in as many games and larger games as well. And right. I, I think it's in like 
Mario Party, for example, like sometimes mm-hmm. you you play as a team and you're trying to match uh, like sections or cards faster than the others, and it's just yeah, it's not it's not great. It refuses to go away, despite how advanced we get as far as technology goes with our video games or computer games. You're always going to see some variant of this, and I was trying to think to myself if I'd ever seen this in in board games that have been wider known because I. I don't, and and what kept coming to my mind was Guess Who, but Guess Who is not a game like this. I used to think it was, like you were, you were trying to, like, match up people. When I first saw the game and I saw the commercials when I was a little kid, I thought that it had something to do with sort of the matching games, and that's one of the reasons I never actually got Guess Who. But Guess Who is actually, I think we've talked about it on the show before with uh, games that we played similar to Guess Who. There's a little bit of, it's a, it's a sort of a deduction game, yeah. right? You're you're giving off you're giving clues. So, is there a way? That I'm gonna make you, you a star, baby. The, thank you, Garrett. Uh, is there a way that you would improve matching games, Jeff? I like the problem with matching games is that the range of mechanic is just so small. You and know, I'm gonna like, make you a star, baby. Like, <laughs> would you agree that they're probably the lowest level of deduction? Are you even deducing something, I think, is a better question. I guess, yeah, you're finding out, well, here's something that matches and here's something that matches. I'm going to make you a star, Uh, baby. Thanks, Gary. They are probably, to answer your question, Jeff, yes, the lowest form of deduction games that you can do. And I think one of the reasons that matching games are so bad and so mostly reviled is that there is no consequence to, to the... to flipping the cards over and getting them wrong, right? You just try again. That's the way it was for all the Flash games that we played, and that's currently what Garrett's doing right now. How many sets you got, Garrett? Uh, we're going to have to count the tape, but I believe I'm at like uh, eight, seven? seven okay, like seven. all right. How you feeling right now, Garrett? How you feeling? <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, found, I think the way that Jeff has found to improve matching games is just to shuffle the cards all over the board and no pattern. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, great, right? It's so good, I can't really remember if it's in the top row or the, it's a good know, gimmick. the third I've, the I've third been watching column. you very astutely, and uh, yeah, you have no, no recall. Well, it mentions that in the rules. It really it does it, it does. It says that if you want the extra challenge, do not put them in rows uh, and columns. Hey, that, so it, 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 I will doing. agree. That is an extra you're, challenge. You're an, you're an adult. You got it. Um, <laughs> so breaking down the flaws of these matching games, Jeff. If we were going to sort of workshop one, let's say that we had a client come to Rough Draft Games. We have people knocking at our door all the time. <laughs> for, <laughs> no, we don't. For tax reasons, uh, but not yeah, not for, for yeah yeah not, not for games not for the game design. No, no tax reasons. No tax reasons. Every time I say I'm going to make you a star, baby. Thanks, Garrett. So. <laughs> Continuing on with our conversation, uh, the people right. that weren't late, we I would say what's interesting about matching games is that unlike some other mechanics where the, the mechanic stays the same throughout the game or becomes harder, matching games generally become easier because you're eliminating potential solutions as you go forward. That's a really good point. I think that that's kind of why you kind of you can only cap matching games because like you're not going to make them more difficult throughout the game i mean i guess you could imagine like a weird matching hold on mechanic where you can keep matching until you mess up and when you mess up more cards get added to the game i'm gonna make you a star baby thank you garrett so earlier on (laughs) it's gonna be difficult and then you're continuously adding more cards into your 
pile? Like, I guess it's one way to make it interesting, but is that fun? That's a really cool thought. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But then again, I feel like you could beat the game very quickly if, like, you just didn't mess up, right? I'm going to make you a star, baby, you know? Yeah. If the the game starts off easy and you just don't make any mistakes uh, because there's a smaller amount of cards before more get dumped in, then I feel like the game could be over too quickly. But I think that that was a very astute point to make that matching games stay the same difficulty which is i think probably one of the worst it's they stay the same difficulty and then get easier right which is the opposite of what i think most games do is there any other game type that gets easier towards the end of the game versus harder if you get your engine rolling yeah i get yeah getting your engine rolling is like one thing but usually you're competing with other people that also have stronger engines Mm -hmm. in the game i i think about if you think about probability and percentages for example like pandemic towards the end you probably know what cards are coming out but at that point it's harder right so in this case like your the percentages change but things get easier so like i I think that's where yeah like i mentioned that's where the biggest difference is um like what you're drawing is what the the option pool left is like it, it leans towards the solution or it leans towards you the win condition. I'm going to make you like, a star baby. I'm going to make you a star baby. I'm going to make you a star baby. Nice. The triple. Matches. Wow. Uh, nice and yeah, in a game like Pandemic, you basically are just, you know, towards the end, you're like dreading because you know that you're going to pull an Epidemic card towards the end. Like it, there's three cards left. You know there's an Epidemic in, in that pile. So you know it's coming up. Right. And you know where you also know what's what's coming up? The next California Raisin. You know, when you're getting towards the end of that game, you're like, I, I got a good like, I'm going to make you a star, next... baby. <laughs> I got a good feeling about this next card. <laughs> but it's going to be the one that I think I remember. Like, that is that is the exciting thing. And, and there really isn't much more to say about matching games. Really what this is, is this, this episode is mostly a PSA. And it's also a request. Travis, you gotta stop asking us to do matching games. I know they're really hard for you, like, Travis. I'm gonna make you a star, I, baby. I know that, that it's we've been getting getting the emails, we've been getting his requests, and he's been begging us to play more matching games on the show. And I we finally found the time, we finally found the excuse to work one in. Would you say and look at poor Garrett here? I'm gonna make you, you a star, that- baby. Doing a matching game in today's episode is essentially playing all matching games ever for the future of Roll and Move. Like I think that there's no other way that you're gonna get right. a matching game. Well, what's different other than the uh, other than the images? I'm gonna make you start. Exactly. Baby. Yeah, agree. Totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. It's I, I I think that it is oh my th- God. this matching game is for. Uh, I can't imagine this being anything other than a use I'm gonna for make teaching you children. a star baby. Maybe shapes would be a good use of that. There's a lot of educational purposes, baby. I think. Like, if you're trying to work with a young child and get them to recall images oh, and God. work on basic memory issues with, like, uh, you want them to recognize rectangles, circles, mm-hmm. triangles, like those sorts of things. And you have them say the word as it's flipped over, like, Word association exercises are really good, but uh, the California Raisin game is for ages four and up. Uh, I'm surprised it's not for ages like six and under. Have you? Because I would think I've seen games like that. <laughs> like stop playing it's this. Like it's this and under. Have you guys ever seen games where it says rather than <clears throat> and up, it says and under? Yes, I believe the four and up is specifically to get around certain like uh, <laughs> like uh, liability Ch- choking hazards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, I, 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 your point is well taken in that uh, 
By the way, right. by the way, I finished. I matched all the raisins. Um, oh, nice! Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> you feel accomplished. Fulfilled. I feel fulfulled. Yeah, I, I better feel, than you. I feel as full as if I had just eaten a whole box of uh, what are they? Sun made, sun made raisins. Sun made, yeah, yeah. sun made raisins. That's. Just, I mean, yeah. if I was out working in the sun all day, working up a real big appetite, and I came home, and my wife a lot of liquid puts on a puts on my plate just a whole snack pack of. Sun-made raisins. I don't know why, but I can hear it in my mind as she's shaking the raisin box out, and they're one by one clinking. No, no, it's just one big clump. They've all gotten stuck together. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what happens to all raisins, and then you gotta like hit them like a cigarette box. Like you're doing the thing where you're You're packing them. Yeah, you're packing the raisins, trying to loosen them up in the back of that uh, back of that box. It's pretty rough, man. It's pretty rough. So Garrett, you finished up. Uh, my and Jeff's take on this is at least 30, 40 minutes old. <laughs> you got the fresh take. So you've heard Jeff and I talking about the California Raisins, the type of game it is. Is there any way to improve it? Uh, anything to add? What's What's wrong with it? Is there anything you want to add to the experience here? Uh, so your eyes I, are sort of. I, I will. I, I do think there are a few memory games, uh, and I, I'm I, I'm so fried right now. I can't think of their names, but there are that few you can't remember. I cannot remember. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there are a few memory games that incorporate a little bit of a... So if you're having a, a competitive player game where the player has agency as far as moving the cards around, um, there's one... Shell game? Shell game is a... I think that's more of a magician's trick, but maybe... Hold on, let me pull up just real quick. Yeah, I mean, technically, you can just hide stuff. But shell game is essentially a similar to a matching game right you just have to it's it's position memory right. so if there's one person who has a vested interest in possibly they're the ones who hid the cards <clears throat> or put the cards down and there was some sort of strategy that they could implement some sort of defensive <clears throat> maneuvers that they could do as so, the person was guessing yeah trying I, to remember there's a game called Tellstones. i just i remember the name uh it's a game where i think there's only five symbols but basically there's there are these stones uh, with five different symbols on there, and on your turn, you can either um, like flip flip one over, or peek at one that's flipped over, or move one. And then um, at any point in the game, you can challenge your opponent <clears throat> to name where all five are. Um, and if they do, you lose, or they can like rechallenge you um, and and have you do it. So I think that is like kind of the only way you can. Or, or not the only way, but there are, there are ways to make it more interesting. But as far as just like arranging cards on a grid and flipping them over, um, yes, mm-hmm. it is a, it's a. I feel like if you were to expand like memory games to a bigger mechanic, it's more like something along the lines of like position memory. And I'm right. thinking about drafting type games like yeah. Seven Wonders or like Sushi Go, where you pick up cards that you want. You might be doing them for using those cards for something. Maybe it's for sets or. Yeah. For whatever, but then you pass the card along thinking that, hey, I'm trying to... There's more agency here, right? You're Maybe you're trying to keep cards from people. Maybe you're trying to build up your own sets. Mm-hmm. And then you're knowing that that set is eventually going to come back around to you. So you get a chance again to kind of think about, hey, what's in that pile? What's in that hand? It's going to come back around to me. I know that these cards were in it. And I know now I can kind of deduce that, you know, these three cards are missing. They're amongst the, these three people, right? It, it, I mean, it's a little bit of a stretch, but I think in general, kind of, kind well, of a similar concept. I, I think kind of what I what I'm getting at is I think memory in itself, like if if that is the game, like can you memorize things or uh, trial and error stuff enough to figure figure things out? 
you know, with your point of it being a deduction game, yes, that is terrible. But I think there are some building blocks there where you can um, have memory elements in a game, and Mm -hmm. it's parsley. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's 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 your you got a nice plate. And memory should be a component of it, right? Yeah. I wouldn't even say it's like your side dish. I would say it is an ingredient, uh, affixed on the plate for uh, for visual purposes. It's sort of nice. And I was thinking about this as you were talking. I was thinking, well, there's actually, uh, if you're playing a game of BS with people, the, yeah. the main right. event, the main dish is bluffing, right? right? Mm-hmm. Trying to get your card across, but then. There's also a component of it where you're like, oh, I think I remember seeing two aces played earlier, and you remember that yeah. occurred in order to call BS on somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, i i had a I had a nice uh, nice chorizo scramble earlier, boys, <laughs> and there was a there was a nice little orange affixed to the side of it. Now it was a sliced orange. I uh, I already had a lemon in my water. I didn't need too much citrus. Okay, I'm not trying to prevent scurvy. Okay, I don't need that much vitamin C. But uh, I, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I'm not going to eat the orange. No. I'm not even going to, I'm I'm probably not even going to squeeze it and put it over my eggs. I, I don't think that that might, would, I don't think that would go very well with chorizo scramble. But nevertheless, I'm glad that it's there because it adds a little color to the plate. And that's what memory should be. That's what memory <laughs> should be as far as a component in games. Wouldn't even, I would not go as far as to call it a side dish, but this, uh, this, what was the game called? The Turning Stones? Tellstones. Yeah, Tellstones. Tellstones. That does sound like it actually has, it plays, someone made a pretty good, decent meal. Is it only, <laughs> it, you might even say it was just, you know, a bunch of sliced oranges, <laughs> like many yeah. sliced oranges. Um, yeah. Is that is that a 1v1 game, Garrett? It is a 1v1 game. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's almost a duel, duel of wits <laughs> is kind of how they uh, portray it as, a, you know, you, you some scholars going up against each other trying to. <laughs> Two PhD, mm-hmm. <laughs> two brilliant men are like I know it's where the game you put kings, the stone. Honestly, um, I I think with with memory games, it just feels like the the ceiling is really low. You know, like I think that's the biggest thing is that you can only do so much with it. It, it can be part a small part of a component of other stuff, but I, you, other mechanics, it feels like you can really build them up to something incredible. Like uh, like you know, drafting is one part of Seven Wonders, but there's a lot of nuance to why you would draft a card it's not as simple as i'm just drafting this card to give me more points it could be again like trying to throw people off or you know change course in your strategy or keep other people from doing stuff so i think that's that's Mm. where i have trouble with memory games it's just that the, the you can only do so much with them i also think that memory games have the lowest level of sort of like uh self depreciation like for example, if I mess up, if I screw up the the build of my deck in Dominion, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I can fall. I can go, gosh, man, I did not. I didn't think about this combination. It was right in front of me, and I didn't piece the two together as far as how beneficial it would have been. Uh, I didn't. My early game wasn't good enough. You, you, you could go like, the other way. Like, man, I just bad shuffle. Man, not my fault. Yeah, bad <laughs> shuffle luck. Ah, rats. But like... I feel like with with memory games, like if something goes wrong, all you go is ah, I forgot. <laughs> uh, maybe next turn, which is now. <laughs> maybe next turn, which is now. I won't forget, and then you're trying to doing the thing where you're going stupid, 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 <laughs> and like that's it. That's 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 as far. That's as deep as the sting goes. It reminds me is. of um, 
you and Allison played Hanabi one time, and uh, every time Allison would just uh, maybe peek at her card right before she played it, just uh, it's just the oh yeah, let me play that. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. This is the, uh, oh, oh, this is the yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a peek. I'm going to discard this. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, this is not what I want. Clearly, um, she just wanted to make everyone happy. She didn't want. I understand to be the no, the pressure. She wanted the pressure. I understand. Right. And uh, thankfully, there's no pressure at all in the California <laughs> Raisins game. So I think we've already talked about everything that we're going to uh, talk about in regards to this game. I will grade this game based on how many raisins I have eaten in the past three months. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. I'm giving this game a zero. Oh my! Actually, no. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a point five. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm you gonna say half that a I probably have. I probably had a grape or something you like that. Oh, no, I probably had yeah. one that was... Oh, no, this is just raisins, and then you put it back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> had a bite of a chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Or you take a bite a out of, a, like, a chicken salad, sandwich, uh, chicken salad, whatever. Yeah. Like, they have... Sometimes they have half of a grape. Like, the grapes are cut in there, which I'm like, what is, what's the point of this? Yeah, right, it's great. That's good. I have no idea why they said that you could play this with one person. I, like, yeah, it, me neither. Yeah. Um, yeah, matching games is like... Well, I don't know. I we've we've gotten asked this before, and now I'm going to repose a question. Where's the game? I think that <laughs> Thomas and Garrett will remember because we had uh, a very loving, you know, Kickstarter backer ask us this question before. Um, but yeah, basically, where's the game? I I feel like it's kind of just like an activity. Um, you just do it, and there's no. Very infrequently, do you challenge other people or is it against somebody or even like you can't play co-op matching? I mean, that would just be matching, but with like worse. Like, I don't know. Like there's the problem with this is it's it's just one very small mechanic with very limited range. You can't do too much with it. And it's very, very simple to achieve or overcome. So I will say that when I was a child, whenever I would get to a matching portion of like a bigger game, uh, I'd be like, oh, I'm really good at these. Because I would just keep trying until I got it right. So, yeah, I mean, uh, overall, not much to say. I'm going to give it a 1 out of 10. Okay. Garrett? So, I, 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 I'll take a little bit of a different approach here. Uh, the classic game of just memory, um, I kind of want to use that as a baseline. And on Board Game Geek, it has a 4.7. Um, I will give credit to the California Raisins for doing a couple things to shake up the formula. Uh, did, did you say this had a rating of 4.7 on board game? The, game? Memory. The, the classic game of memory. The, 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 oh, original, okay. the original just, uh, you know, here's some tiles, flip them over. Basically mm-hmm. this. But I, I'll give, you know, the Cal- we've seen a lot of, um, you know, reskins that didn't do anything different. Um, <laughs> the Harry Potter Triwizard Tournament comes to mind, which I believe I knew. <laughs> Um, I'll give mm-hmm. California Raisins a little bit of credit here. They did some things where they're like, hey, you, uh, scramble up all the cards and don't, you know, arrange them, <laughs> arrange them like a jumbled up box of uh, grapes, and see how well you can do. Um, they added the give you a nice. Story. They tried to give you a little theme. They tried to put a little bit in there, mm-hmm. you know, with making you <laughs> being a greasy talent agent in uh, L.A. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but you know they gave it their all. And the other thing is they um they used some pictures that were pretty similar, but had just like a slight like an arm pointed in a different direction or 
um, a different colored mm-hmm. shoe or something like that. And the, and the background is white on these mm-hmm. cards. These guys have white gloves. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that it's like it <laughs> makes it very difficult sure, to see sure. the shape that they're sure, in. Sure, sure. So I, I will say, hey, they didn't. Comp- I mean, they did. A, I mean, for the 80, 87, whatever you said this, whatever year you said this game came out, um, they did a couple things that I wouldn't expect uh, in that era of as far as reskins go. So I, I will give a little bit of praise. That, uh, where it's due that being said i think you guys <laughs> i mean we've we've hit on memory I, I i don't i don't need to bash this into the into the ground again um it's got a 4.7 on board game geek i would give memory itself maybe like a 0.25 um so I'll, I'll go up a i'll go up a little bit for for the raisins here uh i'll give them a 0.75 so this game on Board Game Geek actually has a 3.0. Uh, you're you're oh, wow. referring to Memory. The California Raisins card game actually has a 3.0. Right. It has a grand total of two ratings, and one of them actually left a comment. Uh, the first rating was in 2004. It's by the cat, and the guy says, My stepmother collects California Raisins gear. She's got a whole case of this game. <laughs> a whole case? Is. Case. Um, Jeez. By stepmoms collecting California raisins crap. Like, that is, that's why I brought up the Thanksgiving thing earlier in the episode, because I knew somebody's got this. Somebody in the family likes the California raisins. The other person just gave this a two. Uh, Comparatively, Memory, which has a 4.7, has 2.5 thousand ratings. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) a far cry. (laughs) A far cry between the two. So that is uh, that is the California Raisins. I I think the average score for us. Let's see. I gave it a point seven five. Garrett, what'd you give it? You gave it a, no. I gave it a point five. I Garrett gave it a point seven. I gave it a one. Easy math. Point seven five. All right. It's point seven five rating from the RDG boys. And this let this finally put to rest the <laughs> clamoring that we have had from you guys to do a memory from game. you, Travis. Rest- holy cow man give it a break okay we got we did it for you all right you can you can stop now with the letters and the tweets and the letters and the letters okay that's enough well i don't think we have uh we've, we've accomplished anything here today that we can be proud of <laughs> but i do think we've accomplished enough that we can we, that we can <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all of this work so we'll just head so, out so uh, if if Nice quick little 30-something minute up. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll look at the runtime after this, and uh, we'll we'll get the apologies ready. But if you would like to get, get a place in line, uh, behind Travis, of course, when it comes to recommending us another type of board game that you want to see us play here on the show, you can do so by hitting us up on our Twitter, at Rough Draft Games. If you want me to make you a star, baby, then send us an email at roughdraftgames at gmail.com. Uh, like you said, those game recommendations, anything you got on Tabletop Simulator, any print plays, anything that's easy to play over webcam. As Tom said, I've, I've just moved into this nice uh, cave here. The... Looks like a bomb show. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm looking for any any sort of entertainment you got. Send it our way. Roughdraftgames at gmail.com. Uh, and if you have a really great memory, you should remember this one website. It's https colon slash slash www.backerkit.com slash project slash rough draft game slash all dash rise dash game. <laughs>
<laughs> if you don't have a great memory, you can just Google All Rise Backer Kit, and you'll probably end up in the same place. <laughs> We've got a game uh, ready for pre-order. It's hopefully coming out this summer. Um, we're gonna have extra copies. We would love it if you guys supported us. Check us out. Garrett, you were the last to get me here, so you need to, you're, you're the one who should probably do the sign off here. I've done everything I can. I've, I've carried this episode. I carry you, Garrett. You have. So you time have. to start pulling. Well, I, I, I hope, I have, I hope I have atoned for my sins. Um, but that's it. It is 1215 here in Texas. I'm going to bed. So good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>